welcome to the I'm Such a Pisces podcast. We're two friends taking an explorative journey into all things astrology and a little woo. I'm Christine. I'm a creative, intuitive counselor and coach and astrology enthusiast. We Pisces like to wear all the hats. You can find me on IG at the Dreamy Piscean. And I'm Shelby. I am a licensed social worker, a big feelings person, and a light skeptic. Uh, here to learn all the astrological things. You can find me on Twitter at Shelby Tweeting and being a Cancer Rising on Instagram at Shelby Cooking Things. Welcome to our show. What's up, y'all? We are back with the I'm Such a Pisces podcast. My name is Christine. And I'm Shelby. Welcome back to another week. Here we are. I feel like we're really back in the flow now. Season four. This is episode seven. Seven. Time really flies when you're having fun. I'm telling you. I'm like, oh, we're in it. Yeah, we're in the we're in the thick of it now. Mm-hmm. We were just <laughs> off mic congratulating ourselves for. I feel like our audio quality is, uh, you know, don't don't flame us too much. But like, I feel like it's gotten better. Obviously, since season one. I feel Absolutely. Like we're in a flow of thing. You know, obviously, if anybody out there um, does want to put us in a professional recording <laughs> studio. <laughs> I would still gladly take that, but I feel no, like we'll we're doing take okay. Your donations, but yeah, yeah, I think I think we're doing all right. You know, it doesn't sound like as... we're recording remotely. You know, people yeah. don't even know. You don't even know. <laughs> it feels like we're in the same room. Okay. Uh, as long as y'all don't mind a stray siren or chair noise in the background, or you know, occasionally you know, I slosh my drink around a little bit. You know, a dog in the hallways, <laughs> maybe some children. Ow, ow, ow. Bumping around upstairs, you know, I don't know yeah. if those things are picked up or not, but <laughs> things that I always am like making faces at Shelby, like as we're recording, uh, like, sorry. do you, is that picking up? And I'm looking down at the audio, like, is that picking up on the audio? Nah, we'll be all right. But you know, we're doing our thing. We're doing our thing. And it's, it's the holiday season. I don't it's know about you, holidays. but yesterday was the winter. So we're recording on Friday, the, I think it's the 22nd, but yesterday was the winter solstice. That's right. It was. The shortest day of the year, the longest night of the year. It was a long night. It was a long night. I have a couple of, <laughs> it was, it got dark so early. Uh, I have a couple of friends. So one of them's birthday was yesterday and I know someone else whose birthday is today and I'm just like ooh, like mm. that the solstice birthday like i feel like there's something to that it's very yeah i don't know yeah. it's interesting i think that uh, yeah i have to like ponder on that but yeah i think i mean there's always you know something to those like special kind of portal days and solstice that you know those just yeah. this energy there's an energy mm-hmm. about it and so those people that are born in that energy you know have that kind of energy about them so yeah yeah very magical did you uh did you do anything special? Did you do any any solstice rituals, anything like that? I did not do any solstice rituals. Um, <laughs> I was on a recording spree. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, no, you kind of did because you recorded a bunch of meditations. That's I did. Well, yeah. Very like, cozy about it, too. I was very cozy. I recorded. I've been you know, um, writing a lot of new meditations lately, and mm-hmm. I'm excited about that coming uh, soon, you know, little plug, <laughs> the Mercury yes, retrograde. Our business shit, yes, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Mercury retrograde meditation is available on uh, the Dreamy Piscean um, yes. Instagram. If you find the Dreamy Piscean or wherever the Dreamy Piscean is, mm-hmm. the link tree, the the meditation is there. But 
I've been writing a lot of new meditations and um, motivational tracks pieces. I don't know Tra- what to call them. Tracks? tracks? I don't know. Things on the track. Things on the track. You know, we out here record. The recording artist. Yeah. <laughs> the meditation track. Medita- yeah. Meditation recording artist. Um, <laughs> but no, I've been doing a lot of that. Um, so yeah, that's, I did a lot of that yesterday. So it was, but it was a vibe. I just, you know, kind of relaxed. I watched a little, you know, TV. I feel like that's a good thing to do. I was, yeah, I feel like solstice is like, stay in the house and, Mm -hmm. you know, like, (laughs) yeah, I tried to, I did, I went out on a little date last night and then I, uh, yeah, we were like going to go out and do another thing afterwards and I was like, I really just kind of want to go home. Like, (laughs) it's, it's a long night. It's cold. It actually, I said it was cold. It was like kind of rainy and it's rainy here today too, but it was like 50 degrees in fucking December, which is crazy, but. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I was like, I kind of just want to go, like, be cozy, and I had, I was in the house all day yesterday, I was still working, like, a little bit, and I had, had, like, a little simmer pot going, I had, like, my little, you know, little dried oranges, little rosemary, little lavender in there, Mm -hmm. just, like, "Mm, make the house smell good, like, yeah, that was, I was, I was on that shit yesterday, on my, like, witchy, like, yes, let's bring in the good, good smells, and the cleansing, and the, you know, all that. Very, yeah, that's very solstice. That's, yeah, that's beautiful celebration. Making a nice simmer pot. Very yeah. cozy. Yes, yeah, I love it. It's good vibes. How, how is everything else going for you, friend? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I am two days into my break now. I am in day two of my break. And I'm trying to just, you know, not... <laughs> Well, as I just like a few minutes ago was, mm-hmm. was all the way on 10 with Shelby. Like, you know, I was up. I was up, y'all. And I was like, we got to bring it back down. Okay, let's That's bring right. it back down for the podcast. Um, but I was sharing with her about my week. Um, so it was, you know, it was an interesting week. It's, you know, there were, you know, the enemy is busy. What is it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw Shelby, I've, you know, leaned back into my old... My whole Christine, spiritual practices. Christine was over here <laughs> preaching to me, for me, for me rather, not to me, but like you know, just giving a, a full performance, putting putting her whole chest into this. Okay, this, uh, listen, I said I come from word. a line of, of preachers. Now listen, it's in me now. It you, comes out really occasionally, it. you know, it just comes out with a joint in hand and you know maybe yeah. some cuss words, but. <laughs> You know, Look, the word is still there. Sometimes uh, <laughs> the spirit moves you in all kinds of ways. The spirit moves. I mean, spirit is spirit. That's why I be trying to tell y'all, you know, like people want to, you know, put a claim on it and, you know, Mm-mm. certain Look, religion or whatever. Were you guys here last week when we were everything is everything. Okay. It's okay. all, Hello. it's all this divine all energy. connected. It's all However, it's connected. coming through you. <laughs> Everything's connected. So, you know, I leaned back into, you know, so the, the enemy has been busy. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, Very you know, busy. people have been trying it. That's all it means. People have been trying it this week and have yeah. not been successful. And it's been, you know, somewhat comical, but also a little infuriating. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that's, you know, we're good now. We're, we're, we're here now. in the we're break. We're break. We I'm enjoying enjoying myself. I'm here with you. <laughs> Me, who's probably not helping anything, but you know. <laughs> no, we have a great time when we're together. I'm, I'm like, we. it's always good. So, you know, I'm great now. How yeah, are you, great. Shelby? How's your week been? 
you know, my week's been pretty good. I, uh, yeah, my, my work week slowed down quite a bit. Like I said, I did, I've been doing, I've been, I'm really in the holiday spirit this year. I don't know what yes. the deal is. Like I, I've been, you know, crafty. I, you know, I'm not crafty, right? Like you, <laughs> you know, that is not my strong suit. Yes. Yes. I'm, right. I'm, I'm good with the food. Right. right? You're, you're, but I, you're our chef. But I am uh, quite broke, so I've been trying to, you know, do a little craft, like make some little kind of crafty food things to give out as gifts or whatever. Uh-huh. So I've I've been really working on. I made these little jars that I put like. Um, so I made one that's got like dried pineapple, dried jalapenos, and dried limes, and basically oh. you're, you're supposed to put tequila in it, uh-huh. and then like let it infuse, and then I like wrote Ooh. these cute little cards. It's like instructions, and then like a little cocktail recipe, and then I made like a bourbon one, and I made a yes. little vodka one. I'm like, okay, and I made all these cute little jars, and I'm like, okay, even if you don't want what's in these. The jar is cute, and it's a nice little decorative piece or whatever. I'm just like, okay, yeah, like I'm, I'm really been on that shit. I love that. Um, I've been baking, I've been baking cookies. I restarted my sourdough uh-huh. starter. You know, I'm like, Ooh. I don't know. I've like really been in the holiday spirit. I went and I went on a cute little date last night. I went and saw some Christmas lights. Like, oh, yeah, I've really, really been on my like romanticizing the holidays shit. So you know, it's very Hallmark. Holiday. Okay, yeah. We're, yeah. I'm loving this for you. Come on, Hallmark holiday. Thank you. I'm really like trying to embrace like the <laughs> the fucking corniness of it all. Like I'm really I'm really into it <laughs> this year. <laughs> I have a meme related to this later. This this oh, is <laughs> save it for the relatable content. Yes. <laughs> um, but I am really curious. I have not. So this is we're doing a daytime recording today, which is rare for us that we get the opportunity yes. for this. But, but we always I, love it. I really want to know what my co-star says because I haven't looked at it yes. yet. Yes. Okay, Shall let's, we? let's have a look. Let's have a look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm ready when you are. Go for it, girl. All right, so my co-star today says, the way that you speak to yourself matters. Very true. It does. I really, I like, <laughs> my brain is constantly just like, you stupid bitch. Like, <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 no. That's bad. Don't talk to yourself like that. That's not nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, uh, no, it's okay. Like, yeah, just really, that's a hard thing to do is to to hold yourself in that in that way. Um, yes. So you know, a message to hear. That a message. I always need to hear. Absolutely. Be kind to yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Yeah. Um. Oh, I my dues today. Interesting. Okay. So my dues today include brooches. Oh, so I need like a big gaudy. Come like, on, brooch. You know, I, feel I used like to that's... love a brooch, honestly. I really did. Like <laughs> as a child too. And my grandmothers, I'm t- they had yes. brooches, and I used to fucking love them. Yeah. I don't know what it is. What happened to brooch? Should we bring brooches back? They did come back for a while in a different way, not that long ago. Oh man, that and and then I said not that long ago, and it could have been like ten years ago. I'm like, damn, was that that long ago? I guess it was. What was it twenty two? Okay, well, but they did come back for a while. Like, um, I'm gonna have to research it now. But I'm like, the brooches okay. did come back for a while in a different way than like my grandmothers were wearing them, like on their church clothes and whatnot. Right. But, you know, they, people were putting them on like jean jackets and stuff. Or, like, mm. I'm sorry, denim jackets. Um, <laughs> The, like, jeans, that, the jeans jacket. That sounded real, real 80s. <laughs> a jean jacket. I still um, call it a jean jacket. Do people not call them that anymore? 
<laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like everyone's like a denim jacket. Um, <laughs> denim. Um, but like on bags and stuff, I feel like they were um, doing something like sometimes with scarves, which kind of still gives an old lady, mm, but like a little. They were bringing. I'm going to have to look it up. Okay. I'll look it up. I feel but like yeah. old lady is very in right now. It's like. Yeah. Like, Old lady, sexy grandpa. Was it the coastal well. grandmother and all that coastal. stuff? And, you know. <laughs> Millennial grandma. Like, right. yeah, definitely. We, yeah, there's a, 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 I was about to say a girl, but she's older than me, like a woman that we used to work with who does some interior design stuff and mm-hmm. she's very coastal grandmother like yes yeah very millennial grandma style and i, I think <laughs> it's not my style but i do appreciate it you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it is a style. <laughs> it absolutely is okay so i'm gonna I'm work on brooches we're gonna see if we can bring those back again yeah. um my other dues include black garlic which you know that's mm, right up my alley yes um, and then something else i don't recognize chignon Chignon? Let me look this up. Oh, is this that like is... the hairstyle? Like the okay, ching? Maybe. Uh, now I'm oh. like. Oh, yes, you're right. Is it what, is a hairstyle. Is that what that is? Yes. Okay, yes. Okay. <laughs> this is a set. Okay, so I've got my, my grandma brooch. Got my little, it's like a low, it's like a little low bun kind of thing. Uh huh. And I'm in the kitchen with some black garlic, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's a vibe. It's a vibe. I'm into it's it. It's a vibe. Um, my don'ts include. Moodiness. Don't be moody All right. today. All well. right. Uh, <laughs> stockpiles, which, okay, running okay. through our stocks today. And hibernating. So no hibernation. No naps today. No. Okay. That's sad. I really could probably <laughs> good, go for Probably a, nap a good day today. for a nap, right? You said it was <laughs> yeah. raining. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> mm, like looking out the window, like, oh, please. <laughs> Right, like, <laughs> uh, I might have to go against that one. I don't know. Uh, that's okay. We'll see. CoStar says no, maybe tomorrow. Right. <laughs> right. What do you have for us, Christine? So, today CoStar says, it's so hard to say no to anything wonderful. <laughs> Is Again. that like the most Piscean one that you've ever had? Just, yeah. 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 I don't have any self-control. No. Absolutely I mean, not. Why would I say it's something? Good. Why would I say no to something wonderful? Why would I say no to something that I that I want that's good? You know? Right. It feels nice. Why do I have to say no to it? <laughs> Makes a lot mm. of sense. Feels like life right now. Um, so, <laughs> uh-huh. do. Uh-huh. <laughs> do. Oh, wait. Do. Taboos. Ooh. Okay. You're giving All me right. permission. <laughs> um. <laughs> Not it's giving you permission. No. Not you. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Next level. <laughs> oh, ooh. <laughs> this is a particular word for Christine. Yes. <laughs> and yes. partners in crime. Uh, yeah. All well, right. Well, be careful. Hmm. You in danger, girl. <laughs> I told you. I told Shelby before we started recording. I said, "I'm in danger. I'm in danger right now. My Christine's heart is in my danger. heart is in danger." <laughs> <laughs> and what are like those don'ts giving today? Old Jane Austen movie. <laughs> My heart. Not I'm a Jane Austen. A, I'm in Jane Austen. Uh, I'm, just, I'm in love. Anyways, don't. <laughs> Shot in the dark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nostalgia. Okay. No reminiscing today. Okay. Okay. And synthetic fabrics. Uh-oh. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Synthetic oh. fabrics. Mm-hmm. Okay. No synthetics. Hold on. I'm going to put on my cotton. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Put that blanket away. I see it over there. <laughs> right. Put <laughs> the all that away. blanket. Yeah. Know, this, this sweater is very nice, but it did come from Shein, so I know it is synthetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's a cute sweater, though. It's, it's very cute. cute it's very warm. I'm like, oh, it's warmer no, than it I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. Uh, yeah, those dudes are really giving something. For Christine. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mm-hmm. should see the shoulder shimmy, y'all. That's, Come on, shoulder yeah. shimmy. She's, yeah. she's got bad ideas flowing <laughs> all through her right now. Bad <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, should we uh, should we take a quick break and cool off some of those bad thoughts? <laughs> yes. Let me let me cool down. Cool down. Cool down. Cool okay. down. All right. We will come back with our relatable content in just a minute. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome back. All right. So it looks like, Christine, you have a bunch of relatable content for us today. <laughs> and I, I I contributed absolutely nothing to this week's episode. This is a full Christine production. So I'm curious to hear what we've got here. So just some thoughts, really, in relatable content. Um, I saw some things, but I did see, I saw some things uh, this week. She's always seeing some things, Always seeing some things. <laughs> And, you know, thought some things. So really, that's, it's, it's really, this, that's how you, maybe more relatable to me this week. I don't know. <laughs> hey, so relatable is relatable. relatable is somebody relatable. will feel it. <laughs> so, okay. Last weekend, I watched for the first time the Barbie movie. Ah, okay. I just rewatched it for the third time because yeah. I'm obsessed with it. So it's like very fresh in my mind. Yeah, I just oh, watched it last week. Oh my God. I'm like, I'm going to watch it again probably tonight. Like, I was like, I'm waiting for the weekend, but I'm like, I'm going to watch it again. Like, it's so cute. I was telling someone at work about it. But listen, let, let me tell you because I had a very Christine experience with this movie. And it's yes, very like tell. Piscean. Now, I had a full cry at the end. Oh, absolutely. Okay, was well, so I was like, I don't know if it was normal, but I cried. No, the the <laughs> first two times I saw it, I cried during that part. The third time, I was I had taken an edible and I was like, yeah, I know what happens here. But like the first two times that I saw it in theaters, I absolutely cried. <laughs> Girl, there was I can't remember what the line was. I'm gonna have to go back and like pull that line that the Ruth said to Barbie. Mm-hmm. And whatever, there was just one line, and when she said it, I broke. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, nope, I'm down, I'm that, down. That Billie Eilish I'm song down. is playing in the background, and you're like, ah. I was like, ah. I, th- I came to this movie to have a good time. I didn't know. Cry. I was like, no, y'all did me wrong for this, y'all did me wrong. So, mm-hmm. okay, what I wanted to say about it, though, was this was on the heels of us having this conversation about the age of Aquarius, Yes. And, you know, I'm seeing all these themes coming up in this movie, you know, we're looking at like these big ideas like patriarchy and then like (laughs) versus feminism or like extreme feminism or like, Mm -hmm. and, you know, where does that leave us either, you know, one or the other. And then Mm -hmm. really this message at the end that comes to like, we all have, we have to find value in every part, like in everyone Mm -hmm. has to have value. And they're like, this is very age of Aquarius. Like, hello, like, come on, we have to get to this level. We have to elevate. So I was just really, (laughs) I was very much vibing on like, oh my God. Okay. But very big themes coming up in this movie. Um, it was just great. So, like, yeah, I loved it. But also very Age of Aquarius. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I just I wanted to mention that. Um, it's so good. It's OK. Can I just say, yes. first of all, I don't I don't know how Greta Gerwig, the director, like 
first of all, she did a phenomenal job of the entire thing. But I don't know how Mattel, as a corporation, let her get away with so much of it. I know. Like, they're like... You know, especially, like, when they're in the, the fucking Barbie boardroom and it's all men. Yes. She's like, uh, you know, there's, like, a whole running joke about Will Ferrell just being like, like, I, I'm, <laughs> I am uh, the son of a woman. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, mm-hmm. okay, no, but, like, put some women in your fucking boardroom or right. something. Like, right, right. I don't know how they, there's so many little, like, digs at capitalism uh-huh. and at, you know, the corporation as a whole, but it's, like, still got this really positive message i'm like very confused at how she like held all these ideas in one movie and still made it like a cute feel good like i don't know i'm just very impressed with her but so impressed because i was like oh this is talking about some things i was like oh okay this talking about some stuff in this movie and that's Mm -hmm. i mean you usually get that like it's like the movies you know that are geared towards children they always have this like element that like adults like themes that are happening that kids just don't pick up on or you're just like oh i'm just watching this cute you know pink movie and it's barbie Mm -hmm. and she's dancing and her friends you know and (laughs) uh oh something happens you know so they follow like this you know very overarching basic plot line like Mm -hmm. then we get all this other nuance and so The nuance was great. I was like, oh, yes. I, okay. <laughs> so, yes, I loved all the nuance. I just, I'm, clearly, I'm obsessed with the Barbie movie. I was such a fucking Barbie girl as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. I love Barbies. I, I love had Barbies. so many of them. Yes. Um, so, I think that was uh, two things. One, I'll say this very funny thing, and then I will say this more serious thing. Uh, I saw a couple of memes <laughs> Where people said the only thing that was missing, because, like, you know, they have the weird Barbie and they have the, you know, all that. Yeah, I love weird Barbie. (laughs) Weird Barbie. Kate McKinnon as weird Barbie does such a great job. Uh, The only thing that was missing from the Barbie movie as far as authenticity was no Barbies scissored in this movie. You should, nobody was, nobody was like smashing the plastic parts of the Barbies together at any point. <laughs> um, so, you know, that I saw that and I was just like, wow, that's, that hit a little too close to home. Thanks. Uh, thank you very much. Okay, moving on. You know, they couldn't um, put all the things. They couldn't put all right. the things. <laughs> it's still for children. Um, no, anyway, that <laughs> fucking cracked me up when I saw it. I was like, I don't know who said that first, but I just, yeah, it made me laugh really hard. Oh. Um, the other thing that I was thinking about more in the lines of, you know, the age of Aquarius and kind of this, these bigger meta conversations that we're having is it's like, okay, so... <sighs> We, we spent all this time last week talking about how, like, a lot of the systems that we're, like, working under will have to break down in order for us to, like, make progress and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And the movie kind of shows that, right? It's like, okay, yes, we have to break down the system in order for it to, like, work for everyone. Mm-hmm. And so I appreciated that it showed that, but at the same time this is a movie made by a corporation. It's like the most subversive advertising that you can think of. (laughs) And like, I've been just thinking about how like most of AI technology and all these like amazing technologies that we're coming up with right now are all being kind of used for these sort of insidious purposes. Like we're all like the amount of money that Mattel made off of this movie and after this movie and like the Barbie sale. Like the second I saw this movie, I was like, I need a president Issa Rae Barbie. Like, okay. I was like, first of all, I didn't even know Issa was in the movie. I'm like, how did I miss that? You didn't know that? I didn't know. I was like, Issa's in here. Yes. 
she's, if she's president. the president. <laughs> One of my favorite parts in the entire movie is at the very end when they're like coming back uh, to the all the Kens are like coming back to the the Barbie dream house. Yeah, and she's walking down the Barbie dream house steps and she goes, "This is our dream house, motherfucker!" <laughs> and they bleep it out with the Mattel signs. <laughs> I'm just like, I love Isa so much. She was perfect in that role. And she she's so great. She doesn't like do a ton in the movie, but, but it just, just, it was yeah. just enough. <laughs> just it was enough. just, just the right amount, you know? Anyway, so yeah, I'm like, here I am just like, I fucking loved this movie. But at the same time, I think we all have to recognize that this is like really insidious capitalism, like mm-hmm. infecting our brains and mm-hmm. being like, buy, mo- buy more things, support more our things. company. Mm-hmm. Our company is good. See, look, look at, at what us. We're doing. Look at this great movie you just made. Like, see how we're, yeah, we're about empowering everyone. Blah, blah. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. those are just, those are my thoughts about that in case anyone wanted to know. Surprise, surprise, Shelby is bringing it all back to how uh, terrible capitalism is. It's still (laughs) still there. You know, I will say also, just another side note on the movie, I really liked the Ken song, the the I'm Just Ken. I'm just Ken. I'm just Ken. (laughs) Anywhere else I can pretend. I was like, yes! (laughs) Okay, did you know, Ryan Gosling did not, they like approached him about playing Ken, and he originally said no because he didn't think he would do a good job. But he is... So he's perfect so as great Ken. as Ken. <laughs> hi, Barbie. Oh, hi, Barbie. <laughs> I was like, he was so like just hurt by her. He just wanted her attention so bad, you know. And this whole thing about, you know, Ken can only shine in like the gaze. Of I was yeah. like, oh lord. <laughs> Barbie has a good day every day, but Ken only has a Ken good day if Barbie looks at it. <laughs> like, yeah. Ooh. TikTok after that movie came out was so funny for a while because it was just like all the little all the little Barbie sounds when she's like yeah it's Barbie's dream house it's not Ken's dream house and he's like oh right as always <laughs> like I'm like, I've seen this movie way too many times so I could literally it's so great. quote it to oh you my God. it's kind of ridiculous um, I'm but fan. anyway I'm, I'm glad that you watched it I'm glad you had a good time yes it was a great time <laughs> I was in here having a ball. So, <laughs> on the notes of The Age of Aquarius and another movie, um, mm-hmm. have you seen or heard about this movie on Netflix called Leave the World Behind? Is this the animated movie? Or is this something else? Uh, no, I think this is a movie. Uh, who's in it? I think Ethan Hawke, Julia Roberts, oh. Mahershala oh. Ali, Kevin Bacon... Oh, this is a stacked cast. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have not heard of this. Okay. So I saw this article post by the New York Post. So it says, why leave the world behind viewers think the Obamas are sending a warning with the movie. So apparently the Obamas are involved with making of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but hmm. the general plot um, is that there's a family on vacation at a rental house on Long Island mm-hmm. who get interrupted by strangers showing up amid a mysterious blackout and technology glitches. Ooh. And so both the families have to work together to decide how to survive as sec- technology such as phones and television break down and airplanes start crashing. Oh. So, Ooh. okay. 
In the movie, the characters have various theories for what's causing the unselling events. That it's the work of hackers. Mm -hmm. That it's a government conspiracy. That the U.S. is at war with rogue forces using radiological weapons to make people turn against each other. Like, all these... So, all these theories, whatever. So... Mm. Basically, I guess, you know, without reading the whole article, um, so I guess with their involvement in their, you know, it's like, is this a warning sign to us about the things that are coming, you know, with technology? And again, we're talking about age Aquarius and how the technology is affecting us all as a whole and as a community, as society, as a global community. These, you know, the things that can happen with technology, which, you know, Uh Occasionally, I think I think about it, and I try not to think about it too much how like dependent we are on technology at this point. So extremely dependent on technology, it's it's kind of wild. Yeah, and you're like, you know. ooh, what are we gonna do? What would we do if we were somewhere, especially like out of town, and mm-hmm. technology fails? And like, what <laughs> what do you do? Like, you have no phones, you have nothing. Like, you're just out here. Yeah. Like, what we doing? You know, mm. that's. I just, I was just having that thought. I forgot to tell you this. I'm, I'm, I think I'm booking myself a little vacation for February, but I was mm. just thinking about, you know, I, I, the thought crossed my mind of like, you know, what if you're somewhere, you're in a foreign country and you don't, you don't have access to technology. Like, how do you get around? What do you, you know, you don't know the area. Like, what do you do? Yeah. And just it, I think, yeah, just, it all comes down to then like, you're forced to connect with the people around you and like then we all become reliant on each other and it's mm-hmm. like you know that's that's very age of aquarius right like yeah but even just like thinking about like how like technology is used to attack mm-hmm. as attack Mm-hmm. now as well and so thinking about just how I don't know just all of that kind of just is like mm. so but what are you know what are y'all trying to say right <laughs> what or, is yeah. happening why did you put your money behind this particular me I'm assuming What's that's their on? connection to it right is that they like funded it or that Something. kind of thing but yes ugh, but I'm like scary. oh interesting now, I haven't seen the movie yet but I'm like well maybe maybe I'll watch it because you know it just seems interesting um <laughs> now that I see it but yeah, um, that's, yeah, very Age of Aquarius, just, you know, what, you know, how is this technology being used, and how is it affecting us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oof, that's scary, I'm one of those things that I can't think about too much without having an existential crisis. I know, we're, we're, <laughs> we're trying to come out of the existential crisis of last week, so, all right, <clears throat> we will move on. We'll get there, we'll get there. So, that's that on the Age of Aquarius. Um, so on the lighter note, mm-hmm. I have a little Pisces moment of the week. <laughs> oh, I love, we haven't done Pisces moment of the week in a while. I can't wait. So Please long, tell me what it is. so long. So <laughs> I told you, you know, before I was a little in danger, my little, my little heart. Um, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so I was, you know, texting with a friend of mine. And we're just, you know, saying, you know, you know, our little holiday, hope, you know, your holiday is peaceful, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And so, you know, he had said something, you know, that was very sweet in his text. And mm-hmm. a song started playing in my head. 
and the she's song. romanticizing her life girl so hard right now so the pie come on the pisces rose up you know it was just mm-hmm. it was right there um it was selena i could fall in love <laughs> It was Selena. And I, and I, okay. And I was like, I get, you'll, yeah. you'll, you'll appreciate that it was Selena. I understand why it was Selena. Yeah. But it was just funny that, well, it was funny that it was that song as well. Cause it's like, it's not that I, you know, when I see this right. person, I think like, hmm. yeah, but it's just funny. Like, oh, that's, that's the song that came up. And, but I'm like, that song was so, mm, yeah, that song mm-hmm. really affected me back in the day. Listen, first of all, Black people fuck with Selena. Okay? Like, of course. Like, I think everybody, I think Selena is universal. I, I don't know anybody who, like, movie. especially, yeah. You know what? Okay, so I know you know this about me. Like, I went to kindergarten through eighth grade in a Spanish immersion school. Yes. And so that's that's how I learned Spanish. Um, and so I had a lot of wonderful teachers from several different, like, South American, uh, Central American countries, mm-hmm. one from Spain. It, I swear to God, if we were having a day in, especially in middle school, really by the time like fifth grade on, um, if we were having a day where you could tell the teacher didn't want to do shit or it was like a half day or whatever, you know what they put on? They put on the fucking <laughs> Selena movie. Yes! They put on the Selena movie. I watched that movie so many times in school with the lights <laughs> off, like just sitting at a desk. I remember, like, this the scene where she gets shot in that movie. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Hopefully everybody knows really that happens because Selena it's a movie. biopic. Like, Come on. <laughs> right. Um, the scene where that happens is, like, burned into my brain because I remember being, like, like, the whole time I'm, like, is this a PG-13 movie? Are we allowed to be watching? Like, should we be watching should this right now? It's not you were questioning, like, should we be able to see this? Should you show this to me in school? I've, I've been having those thoughts since I was, like, six. Just, like, I'm a child. I don't think you should show <laughs> this to you me. You should show me this. Like, girl, that but, movie. I mean, I'm, whew, you know. Had me, yeah. like, in a chokehold. I, I mean, just every time. I would watch yeah. that movie all the time. Every time it was on TV. And it was Watching on TV it. so much. It was much. on TV all the time. And I'm sitting here it crying so every good. time. Every time. <laughs> Deeply affected. Deeply affected by that. If you have not <laughs> seen the Selena movie, that's where, that's where J-Lo got her start. That's I mean, where, I think you know, she had done some things before that. Actually, yeah. But, but, you know. She took yeah, her up there. She does a great job. She's like, she's always been a, a you know, actress, singer, mm-hmm. girly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. She's, yeah. Yeah, she's been doing her thing for a long time. But yeah, yeah. just... So that that song came into my head, and I was just like, "Oh no, Christine, wow. we've got to pull back, pull back." It's, wow. No, 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 we can't be falling in love. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> um, I had a similar moment the other day, so I didn't have a, a planned Pisces moment of the week. But I can't remember if I told you about this. Mm-hmm. I think I I might have. So because you you mentioned a friend of yours talking about rewinding a song to go back to the part that hurts uh-huh. the most. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had a moment the other day where I was home alone. I was getting ready to go out. And so I was like in a pretty good mood. It, it was also like, um, you know, TMI for the audience, but it was like the week before <laughs> I started my, my period. So it was like, that's always like, 
you can always tell when like the emotions get a little raw you're like what is going on oh oh i see what's happening here um so i'm sitting in my room i'm like getting ready to go out i'm putting my makeup on i'm sitting in front of the mirror i've got some jam some jams playing or whatever Come on, jams. and you know it's just kind of shuffling through and this fucking song comes on and i'm like in a little good i'm in a good mood this fucking song comes on and i just like i'm like hearing the lyrics to the song as though I've never heard them before and I just immediately started just like crying I'm just like oh my god I have, I cannot do this right now I've literally Listen. got makeup on one side of my face what the fuck am I doing but then I was like you know what I'm in it I'm here I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to wipe this off and start over anyway so I rewound it four times and was like get it out get it like listen to it cried listen to it cried some more listen to it cried some more and then finally by the third time I was like okay, okay, I think we're done here. And I turned it off, and I wiped off my makeup, and I started over, and then I just, like, put, I think I put on some Dua Lipa or something, and was like, all right, we're back, we're back. Listen, I mean, music, <laughs> like, if, I don't, it's strange to me sometimes when I meet people that are not affected by music in that way, because music, mm-hmm. it, like, really evokes, like, emotion in that way. Like, I was, it was funny, I was, when I was working on these meditation pieces, I'm, you know, finding these different audio tracks. And so there was a track that I found and I was like, this is really familiar. And I realized like, this is a track that they used to use at a church I used to go to. Like some of the, um, like when they would post, like talk about like the mission trips and things like that. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. this is interesting to put this music because the way it drives your emotion Mm -hmm. towards the thing yeah. that you're seeing and it's like this very like uplifting and happy and I was like oh okay I see how this was working yeah. like as I listened to the music I was like uh-huh interesting mm-hmm. so yeah I mean it's just interesting how music works in that way just like uh. and I, I know we you and I have talked about this some off mic I don't know how much I've shared on the podcast but I'll just like you know say it because it's been a, it's been a real journey for me and I feel like it's not this way for everybody but like I was on birth control for probably 10 years Mm -hmm. and you know I've always like music has always been a big part of my life my dad is a musician like I grew up around music like I've always loved the variety of different kinds of music and all that kind of thing and like the last few years that I was on it on birth control it's like I, I there's no way for me to understand it other than it's correlated with the birth control like I was on it I, like, didn't hear music the same way, and then I got off of it, and it was, like, a, a process of, like, I'm hearing music differently, I'm, like, oh, smelling wow. things. It's, like, it really affected my sensory system, and I, in a lot of ways, and I don't think that it does that for everyone, but it was a huge deal for me to get off of it and just be, like, oh, my God, I feel like I have my whole personality back, and I'm, like, being affected by music in ways, like, I've always listened to me, like, throughout, you know, it's listening to music, but I wasn't, like active and looking for new music I wasn't mm-hmm. like it, it just wasn't like touching me in the same way that it does now and I'm now I'm back to that I'm like yeah this this is who I am like this is this is the like deep deeply Piscean and it's also part of it was like it's all kind of wrapped up in my Saturn return and like mm-hmm. you know a lot of other things happening for me at you know at this juncture as you know if you're a longtime listener of the podcast you you know what my life is like yeah <laughs> um but yeah ride. i'm just like and now now i'm just like i can't believe that i went so much of you know several years 
not really feeling music the way that I used to and thought that was normal because now I'm just like everything affects me so deeply like yeah I don't know it's crazy anyway you know I always yeah I just always (laughs) think it's interesting to hear that those like I mean when you share things like that because as a person who's never taken birth control like so when I hear Mm -hmm. people share about like coming off of it and like how they felt on it versus off of it and all that. It just, you know, it's just always very fascinating and interesting to me because, yeah, yeah, like just by some random, I don't even know, it was not ever planned that I would never took it. Like, it just yeah, never started just never taking happened. it. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, happened. nothing, just, whew, just been, and we I made yeah, it I through. feel complicated <laughs> about it because, like, I'm really grateful for it for the years that I had it because, mm-hmm. you know, it allowed me to, like, get, you know, I like. I don't know that I would have made it through college and a master's degree in this. <laughs> just like I don't. I, I don't know that I would have had the focus. Like I just, you know, because yeah. now I'm just like basically just like I don't know. It's also just been a couple of years where I'm just like I'm really getting back in tune with my my own emotions and like understanding my own body. Yeah, and like, you know, Your own like rhythms and yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like maybe I just would have done that sooner had I not been on it. But also like very well might have had a baby that I did not. You know, yeah. what to have at that time. Like, yes. You know. um, yeah, so yeah. it's it's just, I feel complicated about it. I think it served its purpose, but I am very oh, grateful yeah. to not be on it anymore. Yeah. So, and I, I really wish that, like, I mean, even at the time, I wouldn't have understood the consequences probably, but, like, I wish that healthcare professionals talked more openly about the consequences of that. Like, yeah. I just, and it, I, I even talked to, I've had several doctors who I talked to about going off of it while I was still on it. And they were like, oh, well, no, like that shouldn't, you shouldn't be having those kinds of side effects. Like I felt very dismissed by it. It's a whole, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. and I think now I, I've more recently, it seems like there's more people talking about, you know, side effects and that sort of thing and symptoms. And I think they're starting to do more research on it, but like, it's just women's healthcare, like. They yeah. do not give a fuck about the effects as long as Ooh. it's giving you the intended outcome. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I could I could soapbox about that all day. I won't because yeah, it's not what this podcast is about. But like, we could you know, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So Piscean moment of the week. <laughs> there you go, y'all. That's very, that was very it was all very Piscean. Okay. So I just have a couple little relatable things just two, really. Um, <laughs> Give it to us. Real quick. Ain't nothing to do at my house but pay bills, so don't ask to come over. <laughs> now, okay, I've, I have mixed feelings because part of me is like, yeah, if, we're, if you're really my friend, we can be in the same room and just do nothing together. Yes. Okay? Like, we can just sit here and chill and not say shit. <laughs> Uh, but also, if you want to come over and pay my bills, you're welcome to come over anytime. <laughs> I tell you, that it felt really relatable. It, first of all, it sounds like something an old black person would say. It's an old black person, not <laughs> Somebody's just... Somebody's mom is like... Yeah, somebody's grandmama. Like, yeah. ain't nothing to do but pay bills over here. So don't... Because, you know, don't come over here running uh-huh. up mm-hmm. my light bill. It's always about the light bill. You gotta, mm-hmm. It comes back to light bill. So if you come over here, you're going to turn TV on. You're going to be wanting to do stuff. You mm-hmm. you know, be active. Just stay on over there. Mm-hmm. 
No, thank you. Sit here, here in the dark. <laughs> none to do over here. So that just was giving very. I was just like, oh, it's the holidays. The old black people right. are coming out. You know, it's like <laughs> ain't nothing to do. Over. I was like, okay, that Money's was very tight reliable. Okay, right now, okay. Listen, Money's very. Tight. It's tight. You know, you know what it is. Um, now, on the notes of coming back to Hallmark, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Ashley Nicole Black. Oh, I love her. Yes. This is just the first. So this is just the first part of the meme, the thread of memes, but it was just great. There was enough for me. She said, one day I'm going to write a reverse Christmas movie about a girl who goes home to the big city and discovers that her career is more important than her relationship. (laughs) I actually would watch the fuck out of that. Okay. I really would. I really would. Um, speaking of which, uh, sorry, this is a tan- hard tangent. I uh, I watched, so I am not a Christmas movie person, for real, for real. I don't, no. I really don't, this is very non-Piscean of me. I don't really care for rom-coms, particularly. Like, yeah. I will watch them if someone's like, hey, this one's really good. Like, you know, recently I've had a couple people be like, oh, yeah, we should watch this. And I'm like, okay. Um, so, like, the Hallmark Christmas movie you know, it, Lifetime, Christmas movie, all that. Like, yeah. it's not really my vibe. But I know that the people love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had I had a friend over the other day, and we were just, like, eating snacks and, and watching Christmas movies or whatever. And she was like, oh, there's a... Apparently, Netflix has a Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie from oh. last year, I think. Oh. And she was like, oh, we should watch this. And I was like, okay. But it was very much giving Lifetime Christmas. It was... <laughs> really bad but also like really funny and also i just i, I mean i i love i love Lindsay lohan we i want to see lohan. her doing well okay we just we still be rooting for you girl we still rooting for you of course Try. of course she's she's looking good she's looking much better i think right. she's off the hard drugs there we go you know? keep it going yeah it was a cute little i i enjoy i i won't say it was a good movie but i enjoyed watching it yeah <laughs> Yes, sometimes it's like that. It, I enjoyed it. It wasn't yeah. good, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> but it was absolutely like I was oh entertained. My God, I'm I fell in love with a man, and I don't care about my job anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's just always very strange. I'm like, how does she leave her job though? Like everyone's always yeah, can asking, you af- can you afford her to do just that? leave? <laughs> just, just quit. What are you gonna do for work now? Like in this small town. Mm-hmm. Is he taking care of you? So now we go under under his care. <laughs> like, okay, well, just know know what that means. There's okay. you always gonna you always gotta give. So now he has control. Like the feminists rise up. Like hold on now, ooh, no, ooh, wait, no, 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 be careful. <laughs> better have some on the side now. Hold on, you got this. You got the nest egg over here. What's happening? Uh, yeah, I'm scared. I hope I hope you got a severance package from your job or something at the bare at the bare minimum. The bare minimum. Okay. Can't just be over. Okay. Anyways. Yes. Um, (laughs) The holiday movies just, you know, my mom, you know, my mom is a Hallmark channel girl, like all the time. So (laughs) that she likes the wholesome content. She does not really get into anything else. Um, And it's, it's interesting for me. I wholesome movies. I just, I can't, it's just too wholesome for me. I'm like, the world is not like this. And me as a Pisces saying this. Right. If you're the one that's taking the rose-colored glasses off, like, that's that's how you know it's bad. Like, yeah. 
I, I really, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm very picky about movies. Like, I'll watch a movie if you tell me you like it. And, you know, if you're like, oh, I think you would, you know, enjoy this or whatever. But otherwise, like, I've there's a lot of movies that I've missed. I've only ever seen, like, weird random ones. Like, yeah. It's it's just very interesting. I mean, and my mom, again, is a Libra. So we got we got the idealism. The from both. Come on, we, yes. got, we both got a little bit. She, you yeah. know, so she gets into that, but... We jointly get into Jane Austen, and she got me into Jane Austen, so now, you know, we've been doing that for years, but yeah, we're like very Pride and Prejudice. We've seen every version that exists. Why does everybody's (coughs) mom love Pride and Prejudice, okay? like Mr. Darcy. Darcy. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's hoping for their Mr. Darcy. (laughs) Now, I will say, though, you, so my mom watched it and then you also got me on Downton Abbey is fucking good oh yeah <laughs> okay Downton Abbey it's so good yes, it's way absolutely. I don't know what the fuck I thought it was but <laughs> it is so good it is so good yes. I actually just remembered that I need to go back to that because I watched like two seasons in like three days one time because you were like oh yeah I think I oh it was when I it was the first time I had COVID I was oh like, yeah I just watched it's a great time to get into all the way through <laughs> you're down yeah. anyway <laughs> you're down i'm gonna have to get back to that at some point so down abby is great i think i watched well i watched one of the movies not that long ago but then the other movie is now the most recent movie is available and i've been saving it so i'll be watching that over the break i'm very excited Uh, like i'm just you know love a downton abby production love it (laughs) love to see it so yeah that's that's all i got for relatable content you know all right. Well, um, do we want to take a quick break and then come back with our meats today? Let's do it, girl. All right, we're back. <laughs> what just flew? Like, literally. <laughs> I saw that happen. I was like, I don't know what's going on with Christine's face right now. It's like, it's like a bug or something. Know what just, like, just flew, but woo. something, yeah. All something right. Flew. Something All right, flew. Something well, flew across my face. Um, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> we are here for the meats. The meats. <laughs> so um, I don't think we shared what we were talking about today, um, but we are doing our astrology adjacent topics today. Yes. And so we are getting into tarot. Tarot. I love. We haven't done a little astrology adjacent episode in a while. I love these. I I love. I mean, you know, we're into all the hippy dippy ass shit. Like, you know, know. all the woo. You know, whatever it is. We are Pisces. I won't. I won't say all. I do. I do have some. You know, I draw the lines that you know when it starts to get too culty. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Some sometimes, yeah. but you know we're both very susceptible. So I'm very you know. susceptible. Certain, <laughs> as you know, certain cults are my vibe. I'm like, oh my god, I would vibe with that. <laughs> I see. I see how you got sucked in, right? I see exactly. I see how, how that happened. happened. I see how you got in there. The problem is when I start notice, I'm like, well, wait a minute now. I don't want to be in this anymore. And when and yet, I can't get out, that's an issue. That's um, the problem. <laughs> I need my freedom. I need my freedom. I don't like to be trapped. Like My Aquarius, Venus, and Mars are both just like, mm, nope, get me out of here. Maybe you start trying to control me. Like, oh, uh-oh, hold on, control. Oh, 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 I don't oh, like oh, control. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Dipping and dodging. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't make me commit to anything. <laughs> don't make me commit to anything. Feels like control. Oh, no. Mm, Got to get away from so, uh, um, But tarot is not one of those things. I'm, I'm, I'm all things. in for the tarot. Yes, we're, we're here for the tarot. 
So I pulled a card for us for this episode, oh, and I've been I've had okay. it sitting here on the computer. So um, I'm going to show it to you. Hopefully, you can actually see it. But um, nope, it's going to be oh, oh, can you see it? It kind is of? the what wheel is of fortune. Oh. <laughs> The wheel of a very Vanna White. It's very Vanna White. It's very. <laughs> so, the Wheel of Fortune, since we're here, um, the Wheel of Fortune talks about the changing, right, in your fortune. Now, the fortune can be changing in the positive or it right? can be changing in the negative. So, usually it's changing in the direction that's opposite of where, you know, you've been. So, if you've been yes. in like more of like whatever, in whatever way, down you, you'll be going up if you've been kind of up you might be going down so now that's for us to find out yeah <laughs> like what does that, that mean for us that goes. Podcast, i don't know like i don't know that we've been down but there we could still be going up we've been steady i'll say mm-hmm. that i feel we like have we've been, been steady. pretty steady so maybe yes. we're gonna have some sort of exponential movement yeah so that's i feel like it's quick. a very positive also the card was you know facing um or up. It was upright, it was up. upright, not a, right, not yeah. facing down, and so that's usually a positive, you know. Okay. So, I think I, I took it as a great, a good sign. I so I'm that's our reading that for the well. podcast. Yes, um, the Will of <laughs> Fortune. It. It's a great card. Okay. So, let's get into the tarot. Let's get so, into it. Let's talk a little history here. Mm-hmm. So tarot has its origins in Renaissance Italy. Oh, that makes so much sense just based on what the decks da, look know. like. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the cards originated around the 15th century in Northern Italy as playing cards. Mm, okay. So they were initially created for the wealthy elite to play a At, trick-taking game called Torachi. Torochi? 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 Torochi. So over time, Tarot evolved from a game into a tool for divination. And so it gained popularity around the 18th century. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so then French occultists such as Antoine Court de, de Gibbet. Hold on, Jibeline? Jibeline? Did you take hold French? On. I did take French a little bit. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to get it together. <laughs> Don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Anyways, we're going to move on. Um, links, he links Tarot to ancient Egyptian mysticism. Uh, just like the colonialist country to bring those two things. Mm-hmm. Just take something that's not yours mm-hmm. and make it yours. You know I own what? this now. Actually, huh. <laughs> So, but, you know, aren't we all? <laughs> okay. As history, you know, this is what history does, right? We just see it throughout time. Throughout time. In 1909, artist Pamela Coleman Smith collaborated mm-hmm. with A.E. Waite to create the Rider-Waite Tarot deck. And mm-hmm. the Rider-Waite deck is the one that, you know, is... The one, right? Like the, the one. one tarot deck that, you know, the, the standard of all the decks. Okay. The Rider Waite. Um, so this deck with its vivid imagery and symbolism became iconic and influenced modern tarot interpretations. So okay. we can, it's the one. Hmm. Um, okay. Have you seen this deck? Do you have um, a copy of it? 
I don't have a copy of this deck. <clears throat> Should I... Uh, let me do a, a quick Google so I can just see <laughs> what it looks like. But I, I, yeah, I didn't realize that there was. Oh, yeah, okay. Of yeah, course I have the, seen like this. the yeah. the one that looks like the old school deck, like the one that yes. you generally yeah. think of. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there was a, spe- a specific name for it, but that's good to know. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So now that you know that imagery, with that is the Rider Waite deck. So I don't actually own the Rider Waite deck either, and I own several tarot decks. Yeah. So it is one of the things I'm like, I would like to, I would like to not purchase it. I would like to come into ownership in a different way, which, you know, typically we probably will talk about this at some point, but typically, you want to receive mm-hmm. your first deck from oh. someone. Yeah. Um, Rather than purchase it. Yeah. No, I did purchase mine, but that is typically like the tradition. Yeah. I didn't realize that, but my first deck was gifted to me. So, see? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Hmm. I like like this. Yes. So, yeah. Just a little, you know, tip of the (laughs) tip of the trade there. Tip Um, tip of the (laughs) trade. So, Tarot experienced a surge in interest during the late 19th and early 20th centuries with the broader occult revival. Mm-hmm. And then we have figures like Aleister Crowley developed their own tarot decks, adding esoteric dimensions. Ooh, we love so the esoteric. Get, okay, you know, we got to take <laughs> it to the esoteric. Hold on, yeah. that thing left me again. Um, so now come a little closer, a little closer in our history. Um, then we have the 1960s and the 1970s mm-hmm. saw Tarot gaining popularity in mainstream culture. So, you know, those, yes. you know, our hippy dippy times are like, oh, yes. what is this little practice? And they're doing all the esoteric things back then. Right. It's um, so interesting how <laughs> like just this, these esoteric practices just like come, like, like basically fall in and out of fashion, mm-hmm. like 60s and 70s mm-hmm. and that, then they were back out. Now they're like completely back in again. It's just, mm-hmm. it's so interesting how things cycle that way. And, and you think about, you know, astrology was right there in that as well. Yep. And so, astro- you know, we're all, all into horoscopes, mm-hmm. all the new age yeah. shit. And so now everything's back again. So um, interesting. It's very, Yes. So, it became associated with New Age spirituality, psychology, mm-hmm. <laughs> and self-reflection. So, there was a lot of, you know, people doing inner work as well. Again, where a lot of things are cycling back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, today, we have a vast array of tarot decks, um, mm-hmm. each with unique themes and artistic styles. And Tarot has transcended its historical roots, embracing diverse interpretations and cultural influences. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. And I definitely have seen that. I think that's probably why I have so many different Tarot decks, not mm-hmm. particularly the Rider Waite deck, but I found some others that just like kind of, you know, called to me. Um, yeah. So I, I just, I, I think I enjoy collecting them too. Just like, I mean, I have like, I don't, I don't know how many decks I have, like tarot and oracle decks. And I just, mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, yes. Like, yeah. it's, it's, you know, I have a little issue you, collecting you, things. You, you made a deck at one point, didn't you? I have made four <laughs> decks. I was going to say, yeah, you definitely have, yeah. Not tarot decks, yeah. But um, I have two, 
um, affirmation decks. I have an oracle deck, and then I have a plant, a mindfulness with plant deck, which is a thing that I created. It goes with a journal and a whole series I have on Instagram. Um, But yeah. Yes, Another plug I've, for Christine's well, other side business. little stuff <laughs> that I do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I've, yeah, I, I very much enjoy making them. I've, I've got some in my heart to do more, but they're also very pricey to produce. Produce, <laughs> right. So, yeah. Got to get those pre-orders uh, in okay, or something. Okay, got to get them pre-orders because some things are, whew, you'd be like, oh, mm. How much? Oh my goodness. Clutch my pearls. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyways, tarot continues to thrive as a tool for self-discovery, reflection, and guidance. And it's used by individuals of various spiritual beliefs. That's for as, sure. You know, various <laughs> spiritual beliefs. And yes. as a source of inspiration in literature, art, and popular culture. So in essence, the history of tarot is fascinating journey from playing cards in the Renaissance, mm-hmm. Italy, to now a versatile tool for introspection and divination in the 21st century. I'm really curious about the game that they, like, started. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, how do you, what is this game? Like, how did you start playing it? How did that, like, who, th- I mean, it, well, we kind of have the who, but it's like, what made them think that this game now is sort of a source of right of you know right what what became the connection or how did they find like or maybe someone studied the imagery or something and was like hey this is related to this thing over here uh actually this looks like a lot like this egyptian stuff yeah i don't know yeah interesting so interesting to me yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, I think we were going to take a little bit of a break here, but do you want to just keep going and give us a little information about what a reading is like before we do that? Yeah. So people, you know, there's always these like conceptions or misconceptions of like, what is this like reading like? I mean, I think about when I was younger and you would watch these movies and it was like, this like little house and this little old lady and it's like behind <laughs> she's this got little a crystal curtain ball. she's got a crystal ball and she's got some cards and it's all this like ooh you know it's yeah. it's very like you know woo woo and like what's gonna happen it's very mysterious like mm-hmm. like she's gonna give you that death card and you're gonna die on the spot or something ah! you know like what's gonna happen <laughs> like you know people make you feel yeah. like really afraid you know again coming from a Christian household and like, right, of like, course. oh my it's goodness, like, like a tarot reading. Oh and, my God. You know, yeah. <laughs> what do the cards say? About your thing? Yeah, no, it's, it's really, uh, I, I will just, uh, just as a quick aside, the first time, like I have a deck and like, I did a, you know, a, a card reading for someone else one time and they were like, that's it. Like, you're not going to interpret it for me. And I was like, well, you know, I'm going to give you these cards and tell you what they mean. But like that it's up to you to like, I'm not, mm-hmm it's up to you to decide like how this applies to your own life like yes it's all very yes i think people and i think there's you know people have to understand like you have psychics you know you Mm -hmm. have people who um have i'm not a medium okay right giving you the right she's like look (laughs) now i'm reading the cards right but i am not a psychic now some people also read cards and are psychic and so then they may have some different interpretations or you know you know mediums may have some different you know connections to Mm -hmm. you know give you additional information but you have to know again who you are you know 
working with, right? And so just because you're at a tarot reading does not mean that you are also working with a medium or a psychic. Exactly. Um, and so that is a great thing to, to note in yeah. what is reading like. Right, right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there are a lot of people with a lot of different skills, right? Like, if you know, if I give you astrology reading, I am not, give, like, I, I am not saying I have seen anything <laughs> like yeah. I'm working with what this what this says right here this is a map I'm reading the map yes, um and exactly. so tarot is kind of similar in that way like we're reading this this map like okay this these this is the information that's presenting itself mm-hmm. now how that applies to your life is for you to put together that is exactly up to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. so um Experiencing a tarot reading can be a pretty unique and personal journey um, with the atmosphere and insights varying based on the reader, um, the setting and your individual perspective. So like, mm-hmm. I mean, you could come to a reading at my house, you know, it'd be this, you know, a, a reading. You could go to a reading at a, a shop or someone's place of business. It might look like a therapy office, you know, it mm-hmm. might not look like the crystal shop, or, but right. it might be the crystal shop. You know, I mean, like, you know, I, speaking of that, I really love, um, like when I, so my personal therapist is, you know, open to astrology and that sort of thing. But I think, I think if that is your vibe, I love a therapist that will bring those tools in to like a therapeutic setting because it's like, okay, you're working with what I believe. And also these things are about self-reflection and they're up for interpretation, but you know yeah yes and it still works within that therapy model again because um you know therapy again is not about you know the therapist telling you what to do or you know they're you know they're supporting you and you you know helping you with making your decisions but you are making your choices and the choices always are yours and so exactly in the same way like tarot's like look this is just what this says now what you do with this again is your business. It's um, your, that is none of my business. It's not my business what you do with it. I'm, you just you uh, came to me, I read you what this said. Yeah. This is what the spirit said. This is what the car said. Hey, take it. Take or it or leave, leave it. it. <laughs> or leave it. Um, so but what you can expect is a welcoming atmosphere, right? So yeah. um, your tarot readers are often going to create a calm and welcoming environment help you feel at ease um so this might include soft lighting you might have some soothing music um or some personal touches to enhance the experience right and it's going to vary again person to person yes um you know and i feel like if you walk in somewhere and you don't feel comfortable or you don't get you know maybe that's not the the person for you yeah you should yeah yeah you should listen to how Mm -hmm. you feel about that you know the vibes are off yeah the vibes are off you know we're Pisces we know about that the vibes are off we're out sure do (laughs) sure do not coming actually the vibes are off um (laughs) so you can also expect you know to establish a connection with the reader so this is a pretty crucial part like just like going to a therapist or counselor Mm -hmm. you know you want to have a good rapport Yes. Yes. <laughs> so important. The connection. Yeah. Again, like we said, if the vibes are off, if you get in there and it's like, mm, not really feeling this person, it's okay to say, I'm just kind of yeah. not feeling this. Um, you want that, that connection to be there. Um, so they're going to, they're going to ask you some things about your background, mm-hmm. uh, what your intention for the session is. 
um, and any specific questions you might have. I think that is such a, a key. I think that was one thing that I learned about about readings, mm-hmm. about card pulls, and about therapy. Is you mm. have to know what you want when you get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you have to be, you know. Yeah, you have to like have an intention or like. What is a, your intention? You can't Absolutely. just go in and be like, "All right, tell me about my life," because that's always how I would be. It's just like, "Okay, well, tell me about myself." It's like, "Well, no, what do you want out of this?" Right. You kind of have to be intentional <laughs> about it. Yeah. Absolutely. That I don't even have to. Yeah, you said it all there. <laughs> uh, like, I mean, it's just that was perfect. Like, you, I mean, you have to. I would just be repeating back what you just said. No, I mean, it just it, it matters. The intention it really is does. important. It's yeah. very important. Um, so open communication is going to help the reader attune to your energy and tailor the reading accordingly. Right. So like, again, like not just going in and be like, oh, well, tell me. It's like, well, nope, I need you to talk to me. Like, yeah. again, not a psychic, not a medium, not coming in like, oh, I see this. You Don't know, make, you have you know. to do some of the work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a, a joint you know, situation. Um so the next thing you're going to experience is the shuffling and the card selection, right? Like get the cards out. Um, so the reader may ask you to shuffle the cards. Um, so that's going to infuse that, that those cards with your energy. So they might ask you to touch them. They might ask you to shuffle them in some way. You're going to put your energy on the cards. So mm-hmm. then that, you know, the connection with the cards is with you and not the reader's energy. Right. Um, so you may be invited to cut the deck or choose cards randomly, um, contributing to a sense of personal involvement in the reading, right? We want you to be involved. Yeah. Um, now, as the cards are revealed, mm-hmm. sorry, hold on. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, the reader is going to interpret the symbolism and the relevance to your questions or life situation, right? Um, so then they may explore themes of the past, present, and future and provide insights to potential paths and outcomes. So that's kind of that information you're going to get. Now, the right. next piece is that you're going to have interactive dialogue, right? So again, this is not just me telling you about this, but you're going to be also giving the reader back some information. Um, so it's, there's often a dialogue. They're going to encourage you to share your thoughts, feelings, or provide additional context. Mm-hmm. So that's going to give them more to go on. You give them right. something. They're like, oh, oh, well, this is these themes also. So, okay. Right. Now that you said that also, there's this. So it helps them give you a more accurate reading if you're going to give them some information. You got to be a little bit vulnerable. You got to share a little. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So your input is going to help refine that interpretation um, and ensure the reading resonates with your actual experiences. Um, so again, they're not, these readings aren't deterministic. Rather, they empower you to make informed decisions. Mm-hmm. So again, this isn't about telling you your future. Yes, Um, exactly. (laughs) It's providing you with some insight on directions, on some guidance. Guidance, this is what we talk about. Guidance. guidance. Yes. Um, So the insights gained during your reading are going to serve or can serve as a catalyst for self-reflection, personal growth, and navigating challenges. Mm. And so a reputable reader is going to respect your privacy and confidentiality. This is important mm-hmm. always. Um, and you're encouraged to share only what you're comfortable with 
and any discussions remain confidential. Okay, you know, the more that we talk about it, the more I'm just like, yeah, the people in this sort of field are so similar to counselors and therapists. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very, there's so much overlap, because, like, a reputable one should care about making you comfortable, should care about the relation, like, you know, the connection, Mm -hmm. just everything you just said, like, privacy should be key, you should feel safe with this person, you should you know, know that they're not going to just share your business with literally anybody. Yes. You know, that's ethics matter. In, in ethics. This. Come on now. <laughs> you know? Across yeah. the board. Like. Exactly. And I <laughs> yes. think not enough, not enough people hold that into, into account. I think it's, but you, you said reputable and not, not all reputable. are okay. reputable. Not so. everybody is reputable. Okay. Check, yes. check the background, get a reference, something like right. a review. Uh, talk to <laughs> the somebody. Bare Word of mouth. Something. <laughs> yes. Call a mom. Call a friend. Exactly. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so um, different readers again are going to have different their own distinct styles and approaches, or use specific spreads, um, and those are the card layouts, um, and that's going to be tailored to their expertise or the nature of your question. So like some things like. Some people know certain spreads for like everybody's not going to have all the fancy spreads and different, you know, stuff. That's, that's kind of, it's not fluff, but it's also not, it's not necessary, necessary. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Always. Just half the time when I'm doing one for myself or for a friend, it's just like, here's the cards. Just pick one that calls to you. It's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's not Mm -hmm. anything special (laughs) yes and so it's those are those are nice things and they can be you know a person that's very experienced probably has a lot of that in their their deck in their toolbox but just know like everybody won't do a you know 16 card spread every time you come or whatever like it's just depending on what you're doing um exactly so in essence all of this you know a tarot reading is going to be a collaborative and introspective experience um, it it's, be. There's going to be a little mysticism in there, mm-hmm. right? Just a little bit. Uh, of, course. Um, of course. Some psychological insights. Um, and it's going to offer a unique lens through which you can explore your own journey and gain perspective on various aspects of your life. So that's the reading. That's the reading. That's okay. the reading. Are you ready for your first tarot reading if you've never had one before? <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? So, you know, you know, demystify some of it, right? Like, so it's not this like, yeah. you know, I mean, it can be very woo woo, um, just can. depending on who your reader is. Again, like if you, if you like woo woo, yeah, yeah, then, then yeah, go to woo reader. If you like some that's more straightforward, there are people that are, you know, can give you a more, you know, just <laughs> cut and dry, like, exactly. this is what this says, you know, boom, boom, boom. Um, or you can do them for yourself. Yes. Yes. You Learn can do to them work for with, a, well. with a, um, with a deck yourself. Um, so I've got a couple little books around myself when I was teaching myself, I bought myself a little course, um, mm. which I, I have access to. I need to go back to it. It was more of a, um, intuitive mm-hmm. reading kind of course. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was really good. I just, you know me inconsistency sometimes you know, <laughs> yeah fell our off Piscean, our Piscean downfall you know fell off <laughs> the consistency for just a minute just fell off yeah. so yeah um but yeah it's, do you want to get into the deck structure or do you how are you feeling 
Um, let's go ahead and take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the, the deck structure structure. Cause I think, yeah, I think that is, that will also be helpful for everybody to, you know, get a little more insight. Okay. Let's do it. All right. All right so let's get back into the dark, mm, the dark, the card deck. <laughs> the dark keck. The dark keck. Yes, let's get into it. Yes, let's get into the structure of the deck of uh, Tarot. Yes. So, um, you know, the structure of the deck is both intricate and symbolic, and it is comprised of 78 cards. There's so many. So many cards. And those 78 are divided into two main sections. Mm -hmm. So you have the major arcana, Mm-hmm. And the minor arcana. Mm-hmm. So first, let's talk about the majors, right? So okay. these are the majors. Uh, 22 cards. Mm. And so these cards are going to represent significant life events, oh. archetypal figures, and spiritual lessons. Mm-hmm. So it starts with zero, which is the fool. Ah. And it goes to 22, which I believe is the world. Okay. Um, so each card in the major arcana has a unique name and number, such as the fool, the magician, the high priestess, and the world. Mm. The major arcana typically follows a journey or a story portraying the soul's evolution through various stages of life. So... You know, we start as the fool, the baby. It's like, well, we'll talk about how it relates to astrology soon. But kind of yeah. like Aries, right? Like, yeah, I was you know. just going to say, that's the baby of the mm-hmm. uh, I'm baby. Yeah, I'm baby. So we jump out here. We're more foolish, right? We jump out here. We're just, but we also, we take risks. We do the things, right? Mm-hmm. Things that later on you might not do. But sometimes you want that energy right you want the energy of being willing to take those risks and being fearless Mm -hmm. um so there's some great qualities in that there's also some you know it's called the fool so (laughs) um then we have the minor arcana so this is where the the big the big part of the deck is uh this Mm -hmm. is 56 cards um and so the minor arcana is divided into four suits Yes. And so this is what probably more resembles like your playing deck here. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got the four suits, each have 14 cards. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have the cups, you have wands or rods, mm-hmm. you have swords, and then you have pentacles or coins. Mm-hmm. And okay. so each of those suits, if they start to sound familiar, corresponds mm-hmm. to an elemental aspect and specific life domains. So mm-hmm. the cups, you have emotions. Mm-hmm. The wands, you have inspiration and action. Mm-hmm. The swords are for intellect and challenges. Oh. And the pentacles are for the material and practical aspects of life. That mm. starts okay. to kind of sound familiar with some other things we know about. <laughs> um, <laughs> So within each suit, there are also um, numbered cards. So we have ace through 10. Mm -hmm. And then you have four court cards. So then you have a page, a knight, a king, and a queen. So very much. And I'm I'm curious about like, you know, like a standard card deck, like a 52, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like how did, did, I wondered if 
if these developed around the same time. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. We have to, you know, maybe we'll have to do a quick research before we end the episode and see if when the uh, standard card deck was created. (laughs) I don't know the history of that deck. It might be based off this deck for all we know. I don't know. Yeah, because it's like suits and numbers, and it's Mm -hmm. just very, there are some similarities in that way. It's very similar. I'll do a quick Google while you're... Yeah, okay. Yes, there we go. Um, So, next we have the court cards. So, those are 16 cards. Mm -hmm. The court cards are going to represent people or personality traits related to the elements in their respective suits. The pages are often going to symbolize youthful energy... Or a new phase. Mm. Knights are going to embody action. Mm -hmm. Queens are going to signify nurturing or receptive qualities. That's that's (laughs) feminine energy, right? Um, And then kings are going to represent authority or mastery. Hmm. Okay. So in those, in that, just in each of those, you know, then applies to the respective elements that you're Mm -hmm. looking at. Um, so then we have the numbered cards. So then you've got um, these numbered cards in the minor arcana are going to depict situations, challenges, or opportunities, again, within the context of their respective suits. Hmm. And the progression from ace to ten often symbolizes the journey from potential, which is ace, to mm-hmm. completion, which is the ten. Um, within that specific aspect of life. So, you know, people love, you know, we love like the 10 of cups. It's like, oh, abundance and overflowing. I think I have a, well, I had a 10 of cups sticker on my water bottle. I think it's faded now, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, bring that back in. Let's get get you a fresh one. Need a fresh one because that's, you know, we love that energy, right? We love the 10 of cups. Um, we, We don't usually like fives. Fives usually represent like challenges, so it's like, Makes ooh, sense. not a five. Um, but yeah, they each have their own meaning. And then, of course, representing back to that element. Um, so then you get into, you know, the back of the cards, right? Um, mm-hmm. And the back of the cards, usually uniform, um, may feature design or a pattern, artwork. Um, that's not usually part of the reading. So, you know, it's just like gotcha. card deck, you know, just... got the design on the back. You know, and people get creative. So this, you know, this allows for the cards to be shuffled and drawn randomly during the reading. So, like, just keeping it uniform. But, yeah, people get real creative and, you know, just, you know, the designers in us all, like, make these (laughs) artistic variations. So while there is a traditional structure in the cards themselves, um, various tarot decks feature unique artwork. And their own themes and interpretations while maintaining the essential symbolism. So you may see some that are kind of like, oh, that's that's real different. But yeah. uh, like the essential themes are there. Right, right. It's yeah, following the same order, mm-hmm. that sort of thing, mm-hmm. same representation. Some are, you can see some like real super minimalist ones, you know, and then you see some that are like, you know, very influenced by a certain culture. I've seen like, um, like, hoodoo decks and things like that that are just like very like um african-based cultures or there's Mm -hmm. i know there's an african tarot deck like there's all i mean there's so many different kinds of available out there like you said you gotta just yeah get one that calls to you get one that calls to you um 
But yeah, so artists are often going to infuse their decks with their own personal or cultural influences. And so that's going to contribute to the diverse range that there are available. So it's like, you know, if I made a tarot deck, it'd probably be like very colorful and, you know, funky and fun or whatever. Because that's (laughs) that's the vibe. That's the vibe. I say, uh, as I'm looking at your beautiful gallery right behind you. Right, like, yes. <laughs> It's like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so understanding the structure of the tarot deck is going to provide a foundation for interpreting the cards um, and recognizing the symbolic journey that they represent across the major and the minor arcana. Mm-hmm. So people yeah. should spend some time with this, you know, understand this what, is- yeah. Even I've I've been like fucking around with tarot decks for like a minute, and I yeah. this is really helping my even understanding of it because like I'm always like okay I pull a card and then I like flip through and I'm like all right what does that mean again like you know mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. having the more kind of generalized it's the same with astrology like you just start to see patterns and things if you know kind of the generalized meaning and you can kind of interpret yeah yeah it just it's easier to interpret if you know that every suit means something different major arcana versus minor like yeah. Just makes yes. a lot more sense that way. Yes, and you you start to yeah once you start to understand the patterns like you know the one cards mean like a a, a general thing you know the ace card means a general thing mm-hmm. the two card means something generally you know and then you apply the elemental piece and you know you start to kind of cross reference all of that knowledge and it's very much in the same way astrology works like oh okay. You start to just oh, okay squares work in this way trines work right. in this way you know and stuff you just it starts to fit at some point the more you work with it yeah, um, but it exactly. is one of those things it is like the more you work with it it builds mm-hmm. um, so yeah just you know if you, you feel inspired you know get you a deck and you know start yeah. playing with it um, yeah. you don't have to go to a reading you know you can you can play with it yourself do it yourself. <laughs> You can do, do it yourself. yourself. <laughs> DIY, it's Yeah. You know, but if you, you know, if you got the funds, hey, go see a reputable reader near you. Exactly. Um, just make sure they're reputable. Um, so lastly, we're going to just touch on, again, we've touched on this a little bit, but tarot and astrology. How are they yeah. connected? <laughs> um, everything's connected. We're everything's just going to keep coming connected. back to that. <laughs> Um, so, you know, they're both, you know, divinatory systems, um, and they aim to provide insights into aspects of life, personality, and the future. Um, while they have, you know, distinct origins and methodologies, there are some connections between the two. So we've got a connection with the symbolism and archetypes, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so both Tarot and astrology use symbolism and archetypes to convey their meanings. And the tarot cards feature archetypical figures and symbols that represent universal themes, much like the same astrological symbols and planetary archetypes. Yeah. So first we get into their elemental, you know, correspondences. So tarot incorporates elemental correspondence through the four suits. So if you recognize some of the things we're themes we were talking about just a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. You've got cups, which mm-hmm. corresponds with water, water signs. Right. Got wands, which correspond with fire. Mm-hmm. The swords correspond with air sign. Mm-hmm. And pentacles correspond with earth signs. You know, I'm remembering now that way back when we did our book club last season, like mm-hmm. I'm remembering like reading a little bit about this and just like, yes. oh yeah, everything, everything is like 
all of these things, as you said, are very distinct methodologies and they come from different places, but like every like at at the core everything it comes down there. to the, these elements mm-hmm. and yeah it's ooh that's so interesting it really gives me like the tingly like every everything is connected, connected. <laughs> everything is everything anyway yeah i just had a real real moment about that <laughs> yes and so yeah so you know again astrology associates those four elements with those zodiac signs we got water signs fire signs air signs earth signs so it of all course. connects together there um, so then we've got some astrological references in tarot. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the cards are directly associated with the astrological signs or planets. For mm-hmm. example, you've got the emperor is actually linked to Aries. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And the lovers to Gemini. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the moon is actually linked to Pisces. Pisces, not Cancer? Not Cancer. So interesting, right? And I think, I mean, you know, similar vibes, right? You know, Pisces, Moon, Cancer, Moon, probably real similar (laughs) energy in that Moon energy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, but interesting in that way. Um, So then you've got the Major Arcana in particular may incorporate astrological symbolism to enhance the depths of its meanings. so usually, I think I have a book somewhere that has like the links um, of each, well, each birthday and its tarot card, but then it, you know, gets into like the astrology and then the tarot, the major tarot card that works with it, or the major arcana card. Yeah, makes Sometimes. sense. Yes. Um, so then we've got some timing, um, timing and influences, right? So astrology involves the study of planetary positions and their influence on the human affairs. Mm-hmm. Then we have tarot readers that may consider astrological timing, incorporating planetary transits or phases to provide a more nuanced interpretation of a reading. So yeah. then, you know, if you've got your tarot reader that has knowledge of astrology. So again, when you have these readers or these people that have these cross references of skills and Mm -hmm. knowledge like they can use all of this in in your session to enhance um what they can kind of incorporate all of the above yeah yeah yeah. so it's 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 very cool so you know usually you you find someone that has multiple things Mm -hmm. but then they just might not be a psychic you know it has to say that they're a psychic or medium okay exactly Otherwise, no one's reading your future. No one's looking at the crystal ball. I don't. Well, crystal ball is like involved with like scrying. That's a whole thing. So like, yeah, it, yeah, like, but that's not part of tarot. Like, it's not. It's a different. It's, it's a different divination tool. Again, if they scry and they do tarot, but it's not the same. It's not the same, y'all. Um, <laughs> anyways, okay. So then we get into. Um, your personal birth chart readings. Mm-hmm. Now, some practitioners will integrate tarot readings with astrology by considering both the natal chart and tarot spreads for a more comprehensive understanding. Mm-hmm. I hope to one day incorporate the two. Um, you're you're you know, well on your way. <laughs> you know, my, I haven't been I haven't spent the time with tarot in a while that I was spending with it when I was really trying to learn. So I got to come back sure. to it. But yeah, sure. hopefully they'll be able to intertwine all of these things together. Yes. It's gonna be it's gonna be great, y'all. 
Um, uh, tarot cards can be seen as offering insights into specific aspects of a person's life. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be complementing the broader perspective provided by the astrological birth chart. Hmm. Okay. So then we have the spiritual and metaphysical connection between the two. Um, so both systems are embraced by individuals who tend to seek spiritual and metaphysical guidance, right? You know, usually people, astrology people and tarot people are the same people. It's uh, that Venn diagram is almost <laughs> entirely a circle. Yeah. Yep. It's a circle. <laughs> um, <laughs> so astrology and tarot can be used in tandem to explore spiritual growth, self-discovery, and the interconnectedness of cosmic energies. Exactly what we're getting at. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So while they're distinct practices, their shared use of symbols and archetypes and elemental correspondences can create a complementary and integrated approach to divination and self-reflection for those who find resonance in both systems. So that's the connection, y'all. Like... That makes you know, so much sense. If you want to seek some growth, you want to seek some just guidance about how to move forward. You know, if you're stuck in a space, if you've, you know, you've got decisions to make and you're just kind of like, I don't know what I want to do. Get a tarot reading. Get yeah. an astrological, you know, reading, you know. You know, for me, these kind of things, it like, it all comes down to your ability to self-reflect and like look at, you know. Kind of mm-hmm. your yeah your own personal like again I think I said this when we very first started the podcast because um, our, our I feel like the dynamic has shifted a little bit because I swear when we started this podcast it was literally just like I don't know shit tell me more <laughs> like I'm interested <laughs> but I don't know anything like yes. um and I feel like I've learned a lot over the course of this thanks to you <laughs> but it's it's it all comes back to the same concept of and I, I said it at the very beginning it's just like these are all good tools for self-reflection. Like you yes. within yourself have the knowledge to make the decisions that you need to make, but it's just like pulling from these tools to do the self-reflection piece to pull that knowledge out of you. Like, yes. yeah, this is just another way to do that. It's just another, it's just another tool in your toolbox. Exactly. Nothing <laughs> to be afraid of. It's not scary. There's nothing it's, scary you know. happening. Nobody's calling on no. Sp- well, now somebody might call on some spirits well, again. Depending on who you're working with. Depending on who you work with. <laughs> and I will also say there are plenty of people who would argue that self-reflection is actually quite scary for them. <laughs> you know, okay. you go into the depths of your mind and some, like some people are scary. What's in there? In there? What's in yeah. there? Are you a scorpion? It's nothing to be afraid of. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's scary in there. Like, I don't Ooh, want to go in there. I don't know uh, about that. Sagittarius, yeah. you avoiding yourself? Like, <laughs> what, what are you running away from? <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I had a Sag identify themselves to me last week at a training. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you're an astrology person. She just turned to me. She's like, my Sag just really want to come out right now. I was like, oh, how did you Ooh. know you could just say that to me? Mm. You're a safe place for that. You just, yes. It's the vibes. I was like, are you into a show? She said, yes. I'm like, oh, we got to talk later. Oh, okay, girl. Yes. yes. Please talk to me in the New best friends. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All the yeah. astrological things. That's all we got on tarot, y'all. Okay. Y'all got questions? Well, yeah, let us know. If you, uh, you know... I think another thing that we could do is if you if you want to give us 
again, we're always telling you, please send us your birth chart if you have not already. Um, but we could do we could do a couple of little pulls on the show if you, yeah. if you you know, would like that. Into it. Into <laughs> if you give us an it. intentional question or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah. I'd love to do a little reading. You know, I'm, I'm always down. <laughs> of course. Of course. Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we don't really have roll uh, through. Yeah. yeah, let's just roll on through because we don't have a horoscope this week, but we're going to leave you with our with our meats and you know it's it's the holiday season it's like hopefully you're listening to this on uh we're gonna leave you with our meats <laughs> yeah yes yeah. absolutely every week <laughs> every week <laughs> leave you with the meats um yeah oh. hopefully you're listening to this on like a long drive because you're traveling somewhere to meet your yeah. your family who's not cool with astrology but you know you're gonna yeah. know exactly who they are and be able to you know pull decks you know pull cards for them at the mm-hmm. at the christmas dinner table or you know perhaps. maybe you're on a fun flight going somewhere like amazing i yeah. don't know somewhere maybe sunny said, and warm and i don't know <laughs> maybe you said fuck christmas i'm gonna go just honor myself and you know yes. yeah yeah I also don't want to assume everyone celebrates Christmas. It's, Get your I, beach I on. <laughs> Hanukkah just ended and all the other holidays that happen around this time, you know, just like enjoy your time. I hope you get some time off work is really what I'm hoping. Just, I hope, I hope, yeah. I hope enjoy that for yourself. It's whatever you need in this time. <laughs> These that's... trying times. <laughs> I just hope that you get it. Yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Um, Christine, so, do you, you want to tell them where to find us? If you want to give us, you know, a comment, a question, if you would like a reading, if you want to, you know, just say hello. Mm-hmm. What's up, y'all? Send us a voice note. Um, now, voice note is different. You know, go to the link in our bio on yes. social media to send voice yes. notes. Uh, yes. But if you would like to send, you know, written uh, commentary questions, requests for readings, you can contact us at suchapiscespod at gmail.com. And that is spelled S-U-C-H-A-P-I-S-C-E-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. And per usual, you can also find us at Such a Pisces Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Threads, anywhere that there is a social media platform. We are there at Such a Pisces Pod. And of course, if you have not already, let me tell you, please give us a five star rating, leave us a little review, tell us about yourself, tell us what you like about the podcast, maybe tell us what you don't like about the podcast so we can stop fucking doing it. So. Oh. We'll take some, some you know, you some know, feedback. Constructive criticism. Never Always. hurt anyone. Well, maybe. maybe did hurt someone, but... Probably did hurt someone. <laughs> probably did hurt someone, but, but, you know, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. We can take yeah. it. Um, <laughs> we can take it. <laughs> we can take it. It's fine. Um, oh, also, special note before we head on out. Um, mm-hmm. Next week, mm-hmm. the episode that will be airing on July... Not July. Ooh, July. July. January. <laughs> January 1st of 2024. Very special episode. We're going to have a year uh, ahead horoscope for the signs. 
Yes. That's all we're Can't doing, wait. y'all. So we're just coming in. We're going to hit you with the horoscope year ahead. You know, yes. get some insights, plan your time accordingly mm -hmm. um, or don't. Just or live don't. it out and see Look, how it unfolds. We all know you're going to be hungover, regretting your decisions from New Year's Eve. Wake up, start fresh. Okay? Turn us on. Turn us on. Let it, let it, let you know what to expect for 2024. That's right. Tell your friends, you know, everybody likes a year ahead. You know, right. everyone wants to, you know, a little, a little vibe prediction of what's going on <laughs> in the next year. Yeah. Write it down, write down when all the retrogrades are going to be. Okay. Uh, oh, did, I just saw, I just saw that next year there is not one single Venus retrograde. <gasps> Yeah, so well, that's I, good. Oh yeah, I think that yeah, yeah that's about right. Uh huh. Because I saw great. somebody talking about like there's not going to be any Venus retrogrades for the upcoming year, and that's why this last one that we had in uh -huh. 2023 was so rough on so mm. many people. <laughs> this one, I mean, this past one, I'm like, I don't remember as much. I have to think about it again. But you know, the one in 2021 was the one that did me in, so I was. Uh -huh. I was I was antsy about the the next one, but that this I think the last one wasn't so bad for me personally. But I don't personally. think it was supposed to affect Pisces in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think mine all you know same same. So yeah, just something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe a so, maybe a better time for everyone's love life. In, blessings in for everybody. Yes, <laughs> blessings we'll, for everyone. <laughs> we'll tell you more about it on January first. So on make sure January you tune 1st. in. All right, y'all. <laughs> Well, as we say, uh, stay safe in these streets and protect your energy. Remember to seduce and scheme safely this holiday season. Bye, y'all. Right, Bye. <laughs>